0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 99, Holidays with Holistic Spaces. Welcome to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of The Mindful Design Feng Shui School. So on to episode ninety nine. Can you believe it, Laura? Oh, I
1: know it's crazy.
0: I know. Thank flies uh, by,
1: man. We're sitting there talking, chatting away.
0: <laughs> I know, but thank God because I, you <laughs> know, I, I had this podcast and it was really hard doing it on my own, and now I have Laura, and so now it's fun to do. It's not,
1: it's e- yeah. <laughs> when the, you can talk and it just, uh, you know, being able to be conversational but still information based is very. It makes everything a lot easier and you know, I think more interesting to listen to in a lot of ways.
0: Yes. And I've heard feedback that people feel like we get along pretty well, which we do.
1: <laughs> no, it is true. We do get along. We talk. I want to get this number right. We talk 8,000 times a day, I
0: think. <laughs> Wait, it has to be a multiple of nine.
1: Right. Sorry. 9,000 times a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, actually, this is going to be fun. As you know, if you've been following us for a while, we always do really fun stuff for Chinese New Year for the Lunar New Year including the zodiac compatibilities mm-hmm. and stuff. And so if you don't know, Laura's a rat and I'm a dragon and also our project manager, our communications manager who who basically helps us with everything, Maria, she's a monkey. So we really actually if you know the Chinese system, the the Asian zodiac system, we we're, we're a really good match cuz the three of us form a harmony.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And we didn't even know it when we hired her.
0: No, but these things just happen. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, episode 99 is so exciting. And it's that's a special number because it's a multiple of nine. And we're really glad to still be here. And we have a few new things happening. Like we have for episode 100, we have one of our teachers, Catherine Metz. She's going to be talking to us about how to keep it simple with feng shui. And then we're starting something new starting january 1st so the first of each month we have a new series that we're going to add so we'll have three episodes a month instead of two and so the first of each month will be the holistic spaces astrology forecast with christina wingier and that's really exciting so christina is one of our good friends and she actually used to do the same thing for the Lotus Way podcast. So if you know our friends at Lotus Way, Katie Hess has been on this podcast a couple times and I've been on her podcast as well. So Christina gave an astrology forecast for the Lotus Way podcast, the Flower Lounge podcast, which is now dissolving. So since Christina is one of my really good friends, I said, wait, why don't we like have you come in and do this on Feng Shui and bring together Western astrology with Feng Shui, which is always fun. We know a lot of you are really interested in that. So it's a fun new offering for the New Year. So stay tuned that the first one's going to be January 1st.
1: I'm excited. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So on to today's topic is fun, fun, fun holidays with holistic spaces. We're in, I guess we're officially in holiday season. I'm, I'm already getting emails that say tis the season. So Laura and I thought we would talk about what we do for the holidays. And I thought it would be fun. Cause I know Laura gets excited about this talk about Her holiday decorating and how that connects to feng shui. And we wanted to also talk about feng shui decorating. So let's start with Laura, what do you do for the holidays?
1: Well, I will be honest with you. I don't sit there and go, okay, how can I feng shui holiday decorate? But what ends up happening is because of the way I decorate and prepare my home for the holidays, it aligns. Maybe I'm just doing it intuitively too, but it ends up aligning so well with all of the feng shui principles. And then I have become a little bit more aware of it when I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, you know what? I should do that. That makes sense. And thinking a little bit more about where I put different things. But for the most part, what do I do for decorating? Okay. Well, I love it. First of all, I'm huge. Like the holidays, I just get so excited. I think it's because it's part of my background. I grew up, um, you know, my grandmother um, would decorate cooking and she would bring, you know, the outside in, you know, boughs, greenery. And of course, lights and sparkle. And it was just, and then my mother did it. And my mother was like, my mother is like the queen of decorating. She used to wrap our front door like a Christmas present. And so it's been part of just my growing up. And, but I took a little bit, I, since I moved, I live in the country now. I spend most of my time out in a rural area. I've sort of shifted how I do it. And I'm lucky because now I can actually harvest and take I go and, you know, go down into some of the, the walks that we have, like there's trails and I will take, and we have some people, friends of ours that have properties that I can go on and I will get material to decorate from there. So, which is fantastic. And also there's lots of farmers here. And part of what they do is they also bring out greenery um, and different um, stuff that you can use. So I like to support them. So it's a really fun time for me. And I start, I will start probably the first week in December is when I'll start my outdoor stuff. And I will do, I'll focus on the outdoor and then I'll wait for the indoor a little bit later because I, everything I use is fresh and I don't want to bring in a fresh tree too early so do you want to know what I do outside
0: yeah yeah well I did want to talk a little bit more about something you said so I think in general because like I don't really do much decorating I just have like a little fake tiny tree like three feet tall no I think it's less like two feet tall like it's like totally like a Charlie Brown tree and I oh and I have like little peanuts like little peanuts ornaments and then we just have like a one credenza that we do and that's about it but i do i did used to collect christmas themed peanuts stuff
1: like snoopy like
0: snoopy yeah peanuts. Okay. i love peanuts okay. so not the f- nut but
1: not the nut the the, the, the charles schultz uh, yeah
0: charles peanuts. schultz yeah, yeah um but i think that there's a lot about there's a lot of connection with what our parents did right yeah. and that's what's different this year is that maybe some of us won't be able to Like, I'm not going to be able to see my family this holiday season, which I used to always go once a year in the holidays. So it's nice to hear your inspiration comes from what you were passed down, the joy that was passed down through your grandmother and your mother.
1: Yeah. And this year, just like you said, it's going to be different for everyone. And usually we actually have a big party, too. And and then I do even more decorating. So I think really, I think it will be slightly scaled back for me just because I'm, it's really just going to be us as a family, but it's so important. Like my son loves it and my husband tolerates it. No, he loves it. He does love it. Well, you um, also have a unique
0: thing it. too, is that your son was, has been away at boarding school. So yeah. it'll be extra special to have this. Yeah. This is time. his first
1: year away. And so, yes, he's, he'll be looking, he'll, it's all part of coming home and, and creating that Almost, you know, and it does, I, for me, it creates like a peaceful family environment and, um, you get to bring in a lot of special things. So all of the ornaments that I have are either made by my mother or passed down for my grandmother. Aww. Um, I don't use any stuff that I do have some that are store-bought that I have for a while, but I don't use, I found now that I was gifted all of these that I don't need to do that anymore And of course I love sparkly lights. So many lights. Like I love like little glitter lights everywhere and fairy lights. Um, So my first thing, what I would do would be the outside. And yeah, so I have two urns that I put in the front. I have an old red brick house from like the turn of the century. And so I try and keep it looking very country and not too overdone. And so I go and I'll get green boughs, pine and cedar, and I will bring in, um, sometimes birch bark. I, have, I can find birch, which is amazing. And then red dogwood. The dogwood is big because we have tons and tons of dogwood out here. Um, it just grows on the side of the road. And that adds that red in that from a feng shui standpoint is really great. Like I love this time of year because you can put red on your front door if you don't already have it. So I add the red to, with the dogwood. I add lights in it as well. So I have both lights and the red. And then I have a red berry wreath that I have that I make. And my friend and I, what we do is we actually go to and we, we actually take it from this property. It's really cool. And she makes these grapevine wreaths, like twisted grapevines, because I also live in a place that has lots of grapevines. And so we will just sit there with all these piles of stuff and we'll just like twist it and wire it on and create our own um, sort of really natural looking wreath and i like to bring in the red berries that are on the trees as well and then lights lights for the sparkle because you know you always want to welcome in that energy and i always feel that a well lit house and well placed sparkly lights are such a welcome like it really does call in energy and it makes people it draws people in and it draws the energy in
0: well then, it's very uh, necessary in the winter though right because that's yeah. fire energy it brings in warmth and if we look at it very, in a very basic way, in the winter, it's very cold in most places. So we need the warmth of a fire to gather. And I think in the more Eurocentric traditions where it's colder, there is a lot of emphasis on gathering around the hearth and the fire during winter.
1: Yeah. And also it is uh, dark at five o'clock now. So, (laughs) which is a real bummer. So it's nice to have that light. And then yes, you have the fire is we always have our fire going. We have a fireplace here. And well, when you're in whatever season you're in, you obviously, you need to balance it out, right? And fire bringing in that warmth, that gathering around is really, really important for us. Like we spend a lot of time around the fire. All of us do. You'll just see us, it'll be like the three of us and then our three animals like all around and the animals are like, you know, piled around. So that's the outdoor. Yeah, so I source a lot of the stuff, just I'm lucky that I can go out in actual outdoors and grab it. And then inside, probably around the middle of the month, the middle of December, I'll go and get my tree and I get it from a local greenhouse here and they uh, support them and they have beautiful trees. And I get a balsam fir, I think it is. Yeah. And we put that up and I put it in the center of the house.
0: Well, can you talk about that? Like the importance of finding local and why and fresh? Yeah, for me, it's important. And I mean, there are studies that have been done
1: that if you do get an artificial tree, there's nothing wrong with that. If you plan to use it for, I believe it's like 20 years or more, but a lot of people don't. And so unfortunately, it just becomes landfill if it's not being used. And And actually there are tree farmers. That's what they do is they create Christmas trees, like Christmas tree farms here. We have quite a few. They literally grow these trees specifically for that. And then they're chipped. And then I, you know, we bring it to a place that they're wood chipped, they're brought back in, you know, they're mulched and they used again. So for me, it works. I don't have to go too far to get it, which is nice. Actually, we can even carry it home if we wanted to. So for me, there's a real element of bringing in nature and not using the artificial as well. I understand the convenience of artificial and especially with the ones with the have the lights in already. I'm like, that's pretty cool. But for me, I definitely, it's gotta be real. I've always had a real Christmas tree. Like growing up, it was like sacrilege if I said to my mom that, and when it was really cool, like in the eighties, I was like, we should get like one of those really cool pink ones or white ones. Or my mom's like, okay, I need you to stop talking now. So (laughs) we did never got one. It's always been a, a live tree and it makes the whole place smell great. And as we know, This is wood chi, like it's so much wood energy brought into the house, but also you know, for those Can you talk about wood, what wood chi mean? Yeah. So the wood chi wood element is from the five elements, and it is all about growth, but it's also connected to family and new beginnings and just that vital energy. And when you bring in a, a fir or cedar or pine or any of that smell for any of you guys that you know are uh, aromatherapy or you know herbal medicine, et cetera. You know the power of that uh, that cleansing power. Just the the way that it can completely change the entire home having that smell in. I just love it. I love the greenery smell of greenery, and I love it. and I put it. I end up placing my Christmas tree in the center of the home. It's the first thing you see when you walk in the house as well. And as we know, the center of if, if we're looking at the Bagua, the center of the home is the Dai Chi. And so every anything you do to the center affects all of the other equas. And so for me, I set the intention to place it there. And you know, I do it just ends up, you can set the intention, but also live the intention where my son and I and my family were decorating the tree together. I mean that literally is coming together and being harmonious. And so you're setting that intention in the center of the home and it's really radiating throughout the entire place. So yeah, it's a very special day when we we decorate the tree.
0: So let's talk a little bit about since we've been talking a lot about decorating, how Laura and I feel that there's a, well, no, no it's not just us. There's a misperception that, fung, that feng shui is decorating. And I know you have your opinion. Yeah, that. I mean,
1: it's not decorating. It's Decorating is when you're making changes to a space, you can absolutely, and using, so if you're gonna make an adjustment to a space, a feng shui adjustment, you can get there by using a decorating technique or something that is, you know, a a decor item or something physical that's put in the space, you know, you do it through color, through shape, through layout. So there's absolutely a place for how decorating integrates with feng shui, but it is not feng shui. They're different, but you can practice decorating or do decorating with feng shui in mind it's pretty sur- like sometimes then you're it's still like that's a very kind of surface way to look at feng shui in many ways but it's also a very simple way you know because a lot of times you can if you start to really learn the five elements and the system really well there's a lot of power in just being able to use color shape and material intelligently and with subtly in the space that that can you know, kind of integrate with your decorating. So you can dec- decorate with feng shui in mind for sure, but just don't, just don't confuse the two that, you know, you ha- there is the element of intention, right? You wanna be intention, you- there's intention, there's a purpose, there's a reason why you're doing it just rather than just decorating straight up.
0: Yeah, and there's also some practitioners that may have more of a- an affinity to using design decorating elements to adjust, but it depends. Like I think Laura leans more towards that than I do. And then I think just because of the way I was trained with some of my, my teachers are more energetically focused. I mean, we had the same teachers, but I think that I spent a lot of time with them in person. So more than Laura did, because I live in New York City. And we have four different teachers that all kind of teach differently. So, anyway, I think that it's a good thing to kind of point out because sometimes people will say, oh, well, what kind of feng shui decorating can I do for the holidays? And you can, and you can tie it together, but that's not what it's all about. There's more to it, is, is all we're saying. Yeah. You know, one other thing I wanted to mention was that since we're having a challenging year, obviously. And, that, and we're definitely going to address that in our workshop this year where, um, or the workshop that's going to, uh, for t- to welcome 2021, this one that we're going to be launching and um, you guys should definitely check it out. Cause when, I think when this podcast goes out, it'll be up and available to purchase at that special launch price. So it's like a new year's reset course with a live class and a mm-hmm. workshop but we, we acknowledge that it's been such a challenging year. So how do we clear the space? How do we start to welcome in a new shift of energy? And I think it's especially important now because during the holidays, whether or not you can see your family or whatever your specific situation is, I think a lot of people have challenges at this time because of family. And there's like sh- actually an episode that I did with Rosalie, one of our teachers, a few years ago. That goes over like how to look, how to work with the dynamics of your family based on their nine star key. So that would be interesting for you guys to check out. Yeah, I think it's just about acknowledging like there's some difficulties and, and families come together at this time. And pe- some people have problems all the time at this time of year.
1: Yeah, it can be. I mean, I think I practice a lot of gratitude. That for me, and it's not always been like this. I mean, I'm lucky now that my life is in a place now where, for me, the holidays is a is a positive thing. But there are times when, and I get this, that for some people, it's a real it's it's not. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of loaded stuff in um in 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 it. But I think you know, bringing in small things into the home and trying to ease the tensions, at least that's what I try to do. You know, I try and do it and it is going to be a different year. This is for sure, small gathering of just my immediate family, basically us. That's it. Everyone lives in the house. That's it. So it's going to be different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's just going to be me and my husband the whole time, which is okay. And uh, yeah. So I guess that's, that's our, yeah, holidays. It's with holidays. It's
1: my, my, I basically talked the whole time about how I decorate my house. So thank you everyone for listening to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we were planning. I was like, Laura, just talk about, it, cause Laura gets so excited about it. So I was like, let's just, why don't I just inter- interview you about all the things that you do Ooh, and, and oranges, Wait, one last
1: thing. Okay. A bowl, I do, I get the, uh, I get Clemmy's and I always have a bowl of Clemmy's on my counter in my kitchen. And then we just constantly eat them because A, oranges, as you know, from a feng shui standpoint are very high yang. Um, It's a really, you know, an amazing fruit that we use in our feng shui adjustments as well, but we obviously eat them. And then it has that energy right in the center of the diner table. Sorry, that's one last thing I do.
0: I love that and that also helps to clear the air like when if you have difficult family members or whatever's happening right yeah
1: it's like a little space clearing on your counter Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the holistic spaces podcast now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode if you like our podcast and this episode please share the podcast with others subscribe, and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening, See you next week.